Welcome to this episode of Naked Men Talking, a podcast exploring naturism and the power of getting your clothes off. I'm Gareth Johnson. On today's episode, we're joined by Jonathan Ward. Jonathan is from British Naturism, the national naturist organization in the UK. Jonathan, welcome. Thank you very much, Gareth. Love to speak to you today. I think probably a good place to start would be just your own personal experience of naturism. How did you figure out that you were a naturist and this was something that you're into? Well, it's... um. There's a bit of a divide, let's say, between people who engage in home naturism and social naturism. I've always been somebody who's been a home naturist. I think since I was a child, I've always preferred not wearing clothes, especially around the house, much to the dislike of my parents. Um, so I didn't really hear about naturism as a concept for quite a long time. Uh, I remember when I was growing up, there was um, films called Carry On Camping, etc., which was a very sort of like satirical view, shall we say, of... Um, of naturism, inverted commas. Um, so that was my idea of, of naturism. I knew that it was kind of a thing, but it was something that I never even considered at all, really, until I came across an article in Vice magazine. This was back in 2019. And it was about the NKD Festival, uh, which is one of the youth festivals run by British Naturism. And it, the article overall was quite negative. Um, it was about a lady who attended the festival, didn't really understand what naturism was about, in all fairness. She felt a little bit out of place and uncomfortable. And her reporting kind of demonstrated that. She said that she didn't really feel like she was being watched by people, but it just felt very, very alien and very odd. But um, you know what they always say, uh, even negative coverage is potentially good for some people. And I read it <laughs> and I thought, well, you know what? I've actually always quite enjoyed not wearing clothes and the thought of going to a festival like that sounds fantastic. So I signed up the same day. Um, and then, of course, the pandemic happened, which has which delayed things a little bit because you can't you couldn't really socialize with people when you weren't allowed to leave the house. Um, but as time's gone on, as, as the relaxation of rules has taken place, I've been able to engage more. And here I am today. Um, bit by bit, I've become more involved in British naturism. So I started as a photographer because that's what I do on the side. Um, and then first aider. Um, and now I am the youth officer. Um, so it's a national role. And my focus is on engaging younger members in naturism. I want to get into that in a few minutes. But I guess I'm interested in what initially drew you to the whole concept in a way because you talk about when you're growing up and just enjoying not having clothes on but you didn't come from a naturist family by the sound of it or not at all, no. what do no. you think was it that appealed to you and and i guess that appealed to you to take it from home naturism into social naturism in all fairness i'd like to know the answer to that question too i'm not, <laughs> still unpacking it. i i am not quite sure why um but i've always just enjoyed not wearing clothes especially at home when i was younger um you're right i've not come from a nature's family at all um in actual fact my family did the best they could to uh make sure that i wasn't naked around the house growing up <laughs> they um, weren't encouraging it no. But, but, no no not at all but for the most part they failed um and it, it was um it's like i said i can't quite put my finger on why it's just something that I've always enjoyed. And that push to take it into that 
social naturism sphere that was just a natural progression for you or to some extent i've um i've always lived with quite a high degree of social anxiety uh-huh. um and i've had to overcome that as part of my job um i work in healthcare management now um and as well as that i have sort of tried to overcome that through travel so i've been to lots of weird places like north korea and traveled through china by train and that kind of thing and a lot of it has always been about pushing my personal boundaries and being naked socially is one of the things that you know i i use as part of that always pushing myself forward and trying to put myself out of my comfort zone yeah because that helps me both in my working life and in my personal life as well um, i've gone from you know not being able to even order food in a restaurant myself to being able to travel solo to spicy destinations around the world and um <laughs> and again naturism was part of that initially it was just pushing what i was comfortable with i i can't say that the idea of being naked socially is something that i naturally thought i would fall into but i remember very much my first social naturist experience it was a uh, spa in birmingham called clover spa a day before we had an event at alton towers uh, which i was also going to and I remember going there and it felt odd for about 30 seconds. And then you look around and you think, well, actually, I'm not the only one here that's naked. And what's awkward about being naked it is around other people is the fact that, you know, if you're clothed, you're the odd one out. Whereas if you're naked, you're not the odd one out anymore. You, you fit in and nobody notices that. So it didn't take very long for me to feel quite comfortable in my own body in that setting. It was a little bit weird walking through a hotel naked for the first time because that does feel like you're doing something wrong. But again, gradually you get used to that. Um, and I always like the baptism of fire approach to getting used to new things. Um, so that's kind of what I've done with naturism. Was that first experience of getting naked socially, of getting naked with other people, did that, you, know, you talked about you know, overcoming those fears and things, but was it what you expected or did it give you what you were hoping for in terms of challenging your personal boundaries? Can you remember what that was like? I don't think it was as much of a challenge as I thought it would be um, because you visit places like Clover Spa um, or you go to a national event and naturism, being naked, is, is normalised so much. Um, you, you're separated from sort of the outside world, shall we say, where clothed people live. Um, and it just all feels normal and well, natural. So I didn't really feel pushed when I attended those events myself. It just felt comfortable, like that was kind of how I liked being. Does that kind of make sense? I don't yeah, know if no, it does. Totally, yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah. thinking of these things for the first time, to be honest. I've never really been asked these questions before. <laughs> so I'm, 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 really I'm kind of speaking deep. as I'm thinking. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, it didn't really feel like I was pushing myself at first. The the only time that I can remember of that first experience or those first experiences was walking through a hotel naked. And the weird feeling that I got from that until I saw somebody else who was also naked just to, you know, confirm, oh no, this is actually okay here. Yeah. It's like when you've worn the fancy dress to the wrong party or exactly, something. Like, exactly like um, that, yeah. Is this the day we're doing it? I don't know. <laughs> that is exactly how it felt. But after that, it's um, it just feels normal now. And I was saying to um, to one of our new new joiners, shall we say, to, to British Naturism uh, a few weeks ago, that now it 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 doesn't phase me getting undressed. It doesn't phase me being seen by other people. And as time's gone on, I've become less private about being a naturist. Um, people at work know. Um, my friends all know. Most of my family know. 
do the people who don't know it's just easier not to tell them um <laughs> so I've, I've become very open about this part of my life and that's reflected with the fact that my name's now in newspapers associated with British naturism, <laughs> uh, which I couldn't imagine myself ever doing up until it happened. Uh, and we're going to get into that because I think that's that's an interesting sort of development for you. But would you think, I mean, you've mentioned a few um, naturist opportunities in the in the UK and obviously there's British naturism, the organisation. Is the UK a good place to be a naturist? Is it somewhere relatively accepting of naturism? Um, it depends on what perspective. If you're talking from a legal perspective, it is legal to be naked in public. Um, so from a legal point of view, it's a good place to be. From a weather point of view, it's an awful place to be because <laughs> as anybody who has lived in the UK for any period of time will know, it is always raining and it's typically very cold. Um, so it's, yes, it's good. From a legal point of view, we've got lots of opportunities here as well. British Naturism is actually one of the most active groups, uh, which is part of the International Naturist Federation. Um, if you're looking at our events page, it is aligned with events, whereas in other countries, they don't necessarily have that many options. So all in all, I think it is a good place to be. Could we improve? Absolutely. There's definitely room for improvement. Uh, and especially when it comes to engaging younger people, which again is one of my roles um, as part of British Naturism as the youth officer. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a good place to be. We've got quite a good network of clubs across the country, which are becoming more open now to younger members, which is fantastic to see. And again, that's one of the projects that I'm working on currently. Um, and because we've got such a long history of naturism here, I think people have started to accept it more, shall we say. I suppose one of the good examples is that British Naturism conduct studies um, to see you know, how the public perceive naturism. Um, so one of our latest studies was conducted by Ipsos Mori, which I'm sure your listeners will have heard of. Um, it's a large organisation that polls public opinion. So the study showed that 14% of naturists in the UK, or 14% of the population, sorry, in the UK would consider themselves to be a naturist, which is 40%. actually... No, 14%. One four. One four. One four, yeah. But we did another study back in 2011, and it was 7% then. Uh -huh. So we've actually doubled with the number of people now who would class themselves as being naturists in the UK. And that's actually quite an achievement. Mm. End of the day, naturism will never be accepted by every single person in the street. We fully accept that. However, doubling the number of people that would class themselves as naturists, well, I think that's a pretty good step in the right direction. And I think a lot of that has been due to the fact that, well, organisations like British Naturism, we, we work quite hard to promote naturism as a enjoyable social activity. Um, and in recent media coverage, that's come across quite well overall and uh yeah i think it shows the work we're doing as well as other partners it is going really well well let's dive into your work as the youth development officer for british naturism why is that a project that is important why is that something that you're focusing on in terms of bringing younger people into naturism so when you think of naturism a lot of people will think of um it being for let's say people of an older generation let's say for british naturism for example our average age, I don't have an exact figure, but it's somewhere around 60, which obviously can't be classed as youth. Um, <laughs> and if we're looking at the overall number of members who are under 35, we've got 9,000 national members, but only about 500 people are under 35. So that shows that actually we're not doing a fantastic job at engaging younger people at the moment, because that number should be significantly higher. 
that's kind of where my role comes in. So it's looking at ways that we can overcome the barriers that are affecting younger people from taking part in naturism. Um, a bit of background about myself and how I got directly involved in this role of my many, many roles that I've taken on now. Um, I started messaging all new members who joined. So sending an email on the forum saying, hi, I'm John. This is these are the events you can get involved in. Um, you know, a, a good event is usually a smaller event like Clover Spa, for example, for an under 35s day. And I started doing that because I noticed that a lot of people who were joining would either join and then never look at the forums or never message, never say hello or say hello, then disappear. And why aren't we engaging those people? And a lot of the time when I've spoken to people who had left, uh, they were saying, well, I didn't really know where to start. So that's kind of where my role started to develop because I was thinking, well, actually, as somebody who's been involved in the community for quite a while now, I'm probably a good person to, you know, support people to, you know, find their footing, shall we say. And I started messaging people who joined um, and we've actually got quite a few really engaged members now who come off the back of that work. So it's showing that that sort of method has is, is, is really, really worked to help promote youth engagement in naturism. So overall, that is how I started. But then it's looking at how can we engage people to overcome the barriers that they've communicated to us at present. And a lot of that is about accessibility. So lots of younger people, for example, don't have access to transport. So best way to address that is to try and create more small local events for people. Not everybody can get to Birmingham, for example, for Clover Spire every other month. If somebody lives in like the, the deepest, darkest south of England, a trip to the Midlands is quite difficult. Or if somebody lives in Scotland, for example. So at the moment, I'm trying to engage with already existing clubs um, that have land and, for example, may have a clubhouse or may have a campsite to arrange a weekend there. So people who live in different parts of the country are able to come along, meet people, get to know active members of the community and then hopefully get a foothold in naturism. And through the work I've been doing for the last two years, um, I've very much noticed that if we can get somebody to one event, get them to know people, then it's a lot easier to get them engaged in the future. And they're more likely to come to the big events and to become a bigger part of the naturist community. No, it makes total sense though, doesn't it? Because it's almost that fear of the unknown, isn't it? And once mm. I can go to an event and go, oh, I know how this works. I'm cool with it. Mm. I might do more. It, but if you haven't actually ever had any real contact with anything, it can be really daunting, kind of, yeah. So one of the fantastic things about events like Young Clover at Clover Spire is that you go, you pay your £25 to get in, and if you don't like it, you can leave whenever you like. There's no big commitment of paying £200 for a festival. Mm. It's £20, £25. What have you lost? If you give it a go, you don't like it, well, you've tried. If you give it a go, you like it, you get to meet people, then fantastic. Why not consider maybe going to one of the national events? And then the idea of spending that money doesn't seem as significant. So again, that's how I'm trying to engage people through those smaller events with a low entry um low entry price, shall we say, and people are more likely to give it a go then. And you've had some media coverage recently about your initiatives to attract younger people. How did you feel about that media coverage and what did that sort of tell you about the, you know, the wider perception of naturism in the UK? The difference, shall we say, between the two pieces that are recently published are quite stark. So we had one in the Daily Star. Um, and although that was a good article online, the print version was very, very different. Um, so the print version, it was entitled something like older naturists try to entice young people through sport. And that makes you sound a bit like a predator. 
which isn't fantastic because that's nothing like actual not really on brand not that is (laughs) unfortunately the way that the red top media let's say um try and sensationalize stories and especially with things like naturism where it's a little bit weird to the public and then they try and unfortunately give us a bad reputation to sell papers um if we're then looking at uh the coverage that we had from the telegraph that was a lot more neutral so that was just talking about what opportunities there were and what we're doing to engage people it didn't really teach me anything that I didn't know about how the public perceived naturism. It's not difficult to know that most people don't understand naturism, think it's a little bit weird, usually assume that there's a sexual element to it because a lot of people have got that difficulty in separating being naked and sex. Totally different things completely. One side's social, one side's, you know, a different part of the person's personality. They can be separate. But again, a lot of the coverage, especially from the uh, red top media, or from the more sensationalist media, will try and suggest that there is more of a sexual element to it than there actually is. And that unfortunately means that opportunities that we have um, can be reduced because people get the wrong idea about what is actually happening at these events, like it's some kind of sordid affair and it's not at all. In reality, if you go to a naturist event, it's the same as going to any other event. You're just not wearing clothes. And typically the things that you're talking about are very, very similar to what you talk about in other places. (laughs) The main thing is that you've got something in common, Hmm. and that is enjoying spending time without your clothes on. Like I say, it wasn't a massive surprise um, with the coverage that we got. But I was wondering if maybe the media coverage was slightly out of whack with what people in the wider public actually feel, because, you know, we talked about a growing you know, increase in the number of people identifying as naturists. And I've seen some studies around, you know, a growth and interest in not just naturist holidays, but places where you can go and get naked kind of thing. And that's a bit of a trend that, you know, we've seen across Europe kind of thing. So I just wonder where the papers are, you know, the media are looking for ways to sell a story that doesn't really actually resonate with the with the wider public. Yeah. Um, and I think the main issue that we have is that lack of understanding about what naturism actually entails. And that's something that we try to communicate through the media coverage that we have. Um, so, for example, we were on a, um, for international viewers, it's an early morning program um, called This Morning, uh, a little while ago, I think about two or three weeks ago. And that was all about um, how naturism is normal. It's just, like I said before, it's doing the same things that you would be at any other event, but you're just not wearing clothes. And it's trying to educate people that there isn't that sexual element that people are concerned about. It is just spending time without clothes. And what's the harm in that? As naturists, we don't do anything that could harm others. So why why do people need to be worried? You don't have to in you don't have to enjoy being naked. Just let people live as they as they wish. Mm. And that's the most important thing really. Now you've got a range of initiatives underway as, you know in terms of attracting younger people into the organization and the activities. How are you going to measure whether that's been successful, what are some of the metrics that you're putting around that work? Well, from a crude point of view, of course, there's a numbers. Uh, there's a number of people who are members, but realistically, that's not necessarily very telling. We have 500 or so young members, but not all of those people will attend events. Not all of those people are actively engaged in naturism. It's more about the number of, uh, the, the amount of quality engagement that we have from those people. Do those people turn up to events? Do they volunteer? Do they become part of the committee that runs Jewish naturism? Do they have a say over how things operate day to day? 
One of the things that I want to focus on at the moment is trying to get more people actively engaged in British naturism, trying to get more people volunteering, trying to get more people in positions where they're able to make decisions about the future of naturism, more so than you would be as a standard member. So I want to see more younger people taking an active part. And that's really how I see success, rather than just numbers. It's about empowering people to think about what they can offer to the community. Yeah, I guess the numbers are one story, aren't they? But you're right, because almost you're looking to shape what British naturism is, what the organisation is, by bringing in younger people and you know different ideas, isn't it? So it, you know, perhaps would it be fair to say that you know, it might become a slightly less conservative organisation in a way if there's new ideas and new energy coming in? That's definitely changing all the time. Um, we've got a leadership team at the moment who are a lot more uh, about ensuring that people who are younger can have a say. And that's one of the reasons why I've got this post as well. Um, I think in the past, there has been an issue where younger people haven't necessarily feel, felt empowered that they can make a difference. Whereas now that's definitely not the case. And me being appointed as a member of the executive committee, British Naturism kind of shows that we've been given a voice now, which is something that we didn't have before. Um, so yeah definitely changes the foot and of course we've got other initiatives that have been launched um such as the everybody initiative so we had our first festival last month which went very very well and that's all in, aimed at engaging people who haven't had any experience before of social naturism tell me a little bit more about that then how many people would attend an event like that so it depends very much on weather Again, the weather's not always fantastic in this country. Um, Everybody Festival, I think we had around about 200 people this year attend. Um, so it's based down in Dorset. And again, the focus of that event was on wellness and body positivity. One of the areas that we've noticed for quite a while is that especially younger people don't engage with naturism or British naturism. Because like I mentioned before, there's that perception that naturism is for older people and not younger people. But if we change that spin slightly and say it's a body positivity festival, suddenly a lot more people are interested in that idea and are more likely to take part. Bear in mind that a lot of people's experience of naturism is when they're on holiday and they find a nude beach somewhere or through going skinny dipping, for example. So it's those kind of people that want to try and entice into British naturism, into social naturism, because like I said, the more younger people we have involved in British naturism and naturism in the UK, the healthier our community is. And using the language of body positivity, you know, it feels a bit more current because if you talk about British naturism and a naturism event, it can sound a bit like unclear as to what that is. It almost sounds a bit cultish kind of thing. What, mm. What's going to happen there? Whereas if, oh, it's a body positivity festival, that kind of sells itself, doesn't it? Uh, one of our members said uh, it was at Everybody Festival that they found it a lot easier telling people where they were going when the festival's called Everybody. When they go to our other festival, our other youth festival called NKD, it's literally naked. They find it difficult <laughs> to broach that conversation with people because oh, I'm going to a festival called Naked. Sounds very yeah. different so, to I'm going to a festival called there? Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And there's that whole assumption then of what's happening there then. Um, so that branding change has been really beneficial to try and entice new members to the community just for that reason alone really that slight change makes a big difference to people well my final question I guess is if someone was a bit curious about naturism what advice or guidance would you give them I would say give it a go come along to a small event like Young Clover at Clover Spar in Birmingham see how you feel if you don't like it you can always walk out the door and never think of it again but you might just enjoy it and the majority of people who do come to events actually think, I don't even know what I was so worried about. Like I was saying earlier when I was talking about how I felt at my first event, it felt very weird 
for about 30 seconds. And then you look around and it's like, well, I'm not weird here. This is normal. Because in in these smaller environments, uh, naturism is normalized, unlike, you know, how it would be walking outside in the street naked, where people would think, well, why is that person walking out in the street naked? It's raining. Um, so that's what I'd, I'd, I'd advise people to do. That's what I'd ask of people. Just give it a go. What's the worst that can happen? Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. You can find me on Twitter at GTV London. Today's guest has been Jonathan Ward from British Naturism. Check out their website, bn.org.uk, for everything you need to know about their events and how to get involved. Stay naked, stay sexy, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.